This is the Talking Property Podcast, brought to you by Rewed.com, the home of WA Real Estate. Thank you for listening to Talking Property, the show in which we discuss all aspects of real estate. Now, here is your host, Harvey Deegan, together with our expert commentators, Rob Druitt and Rod Bryan. Welcome to Talking Property, and we are going to be speaking to a man by the name of Peter Gibbons. And Peter Gibbons is a very, very clever man who's made the most of his opportunities in the property industry. He is the Managing Director of Open Negotiation, which basically provides a platform for agents to facilitate real-time communication and negotiation between all stakeholders in a property transaction. We're going to find out all about Peter Gibbons and all about Open Negotiation in just a moment. Time to introduce our very special guest, Peter Gibbons, Managing Director of Open Negotiation. Peter, welcome to Talking Property. Thanks so much. Really pleased to be here. Now, a lot of our listeners won't have heard of Open Negotiation. Can you just paint the picture? What is it all about? Absolutely. Look, it's a easily described as an enabling tool. It's a platform that agents use and only agents can use to help create transparent price discovery in the sales process. And when did you devise this? Because you're the founder of Open Negotiation, aren't you? That's right. I'm one of the founders. There was three of us, two real estate agents and myself. And it, we go back, gosh, it's to end of 2016, we did our first capital raise to get the money together to go and build the platform. A five-year overnight success, it takes a long time <laughs> to get to, to where you need to be. It's cutting-edge technology, isn't it? No doubt about that. Absolutely. We've got a team of about 36 people in the business now. And interestingly, so we're based in Perth but we've got a team in Victoria, our chief architect, which is a very technical term, but our chief architect is in Boston and he runs a team of engineers in India. So we've pretty much got a 24-hour... Yes, yes, got a, a 24-hour process mm. that we work on and, and that's all about building the technology and making it world's best. So really, Peter, really summarise it, it's an online auction, isn't it? Look, it is. In its purest sense, it's, you'd yeah. have to describe it as an online auction. We've expanded it from there, but essentially right. you're spot on. So the way the process works is an agent will upload a property onto open negotiation and once it's on the platform, people are able to bid on it. So they go through the agent, they can do that digitally, so they can do that all online, literally sign contracts online, but Mm. if I'm interested in a property, I put in what's called a pending bid, that goes to the agent, he speaks with the seller, says are you happy with it, and they can even have terms on that as opposed to, I guess, a more traditional... That's my understanding, yeah, that Mm. you need to, when you register to bid on a property, you need to have your terms and conditions as the buyer, which need to be acceptable to the seller. Spot on. Exactly right. And the reason we've done that is the process more mirrors a private treaty process. So Mm. if you are conditional, you can participate as long as the owner's happy with your terms. Mm. What we did is we took the private treaty process and took the price out of the contract. So you do the normal things you would do if you're buying, you know, they'll they'll do the home opens and you'll register and you'll get your terms accepted. But we've taken the price out and that's discovered through transparent price discovery in the platform. So generally buyers would have pre-approval? Generally, yes. So as I say, again, it very much mirrors an agent, a good agent, and we like to think they're all good agents, will pre-qualify a buyer 
Uh, and then they say, yes, we're acceptable your terms. Or they might say, look, you know, you're at 80% finance. The other bidders are at 60 to 70. Can you change your terms to, to meet? Yeah, and to meet the, the seller's accept. Or you know what? They can turn around and say, look, the owner's only accepting cash unconditional offers, so there's no terms. So they can pretty much run really it any way the, they want. To the seller. Now, it's been wildly successful. It has, yeah, thank you. And also one of the you know, winners and losers with COVID-19, mm-hmm. but it certainly this is one of the winners. Hit the market, uh, obviously, became in from 2016, but what a fantastic tool for agents in mm. the environment where we've had lockdowns. Yeah, look, it, it really has been amazing. In a market where listings have reduced significantly, our market share is growing enormously. And in fact, it's also led to, we got approached by agents in New Zealand wanting to use the platform. Mm. They said, look, we've searched the world for the technology. Yours is the best. Can you turn it on over here? So we've done that and we're getting some great results over there. And we're actually running a five state. You don't have to change the language too much. <laughs> no, <laughs> the, the sixes have been a problem. <laughs> but, <laughs> the fives. <laughs> but we've actually now got a full-time staff member over in New Zealand running it over there. Well, they're, they're, I mean, they're very auction orientated and fabulous auctioneers. We know that because they generally beat us at the Australasian Auction Auctioneering <laughs> Championships. We won't talk about that. What? So, and, you know, Auckland being a very big auction, I mean, they're, they're probably as big in numbers as Melbourne. Yeah, absolutely right. So we're doing a lot of work there at the moment with a number of agency groups. But as I say, we've also commenced a five-state pilot in the United States with one of the largest wow. groups Gee. in the world. So, yeah, we're really... And, and I'm not saying all of that's COVID-driven, but I guess... What's been good about COVID for us is it's, I guess it's opened the eyes of agents of, look, I'm good at my craft, but I better start looking at other ways of doing this. Yeah. And we're an alternative. We're an enabling tool that helps them. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, firstly, well done with what you've done because it's obviously been you know, very successful and I think it's something that would be not very hard to sell, if I put it that way, to clients. And I mean, I know that I've missed business, for example, where my clients have said to me, look, we've decided we don't want to go down the auction path. We're told that... The traditional you know, auction path. Yeah, yeah, the traditional auction path. We've decided that we'd rather go about it this way. Yeah. And so, as I said, there's a lot that's going for it and I'd say it's a good tool to sell you know yeah no thanks Rod and we're Mm. finding that and I guess the proof's in the pudding the the actual results that our agents are getting are really quite exceptional well beyond reserve in many cases I think in since in this financial not this financial year this calendar year 10% of the properties on the platform have gone for over $100,000 above reserve Mm. now that's a great result for sellers but you've also got to remember we're getting glowing testimonials from buyers because basically they're saying, look, you know what, I probably paid more than I thought I was going to pay, but I could see there was somebody $1,000 behind me. So I haven't overpaid. I know mm-hmm. I've paid market, yeah. as opposed to sort of putting in a, a price, getting the congratulations you've won and thinking, oh, bugger, have I overpaid for this? I'm not really sure. So there's a, a real validation. In the transparency, here. Yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah. So what was the idea to start at all? Look, it really came from, I went to an auction with my wife and it wasn't a successful auction and we were selling our house at the time with Pete Clements, who was at Mint. Mm. And I said to Pete, look, what's your biggest problem? He sort of said, look, it's about the lack of transparency when I say to a buyer, do you like the property? They say, yes, what do I need to pay? And I can't tell them. 
mm-hmm. and so then it generally ends up in one or two ways. It's either sort of congratulations, you had a successful offer, and they're thinking, yeah, have I overpaid here? I'm not quite sure. Or alternately, and probably worse, because it impacts the seller as well. When they say, sorry, you missed out. It went for eight hundred thousand. They say, well, oh, I would have paid that. Would have paid more. I would have paid it or more, but you wouldn't tell me. So mm-hmm. that's the problem we were trying to solve, and the best way we could solve it was to. It was more out of not so much an auction situation, but more out of a private treaty sale situation. And the answer to that was to go down the line of a online auction. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what it was. So we tried to mirror private treaty, but create transparency by using an auction format, which we were able to do through the platform. All right, we've got plenty more questions to fire at you, Peter, and learn a little bit more about you personally too, if we may. We're just going to take a break. Back with you shortly. Find your next home in WA the easy way with the Rewa.com app. Keep the WA property market in the palm of your hand. Download the Rewa.com app today from the App Store or Google Play. With the Rewa.com app, you can find your next home with all the latest properties right at your fingertips. Download the Rewa.com app today. The latest properties in WA are there, right at your fingertips. So find the local agent, the right local agent for you by using the Rewire.com app to search and compare real estate agents in WA. We here at Talking Property are very, very proud that Rewire.com are our major supporters. Our special guest on Talking Property for this edition is Peter Gibbons, Managing Director of Open Negotiation. Well, you've been very clear in explaining what open negotiation is all about, Peter. Let's find out a little bit about you as a person. You've got a banking background, haven't you? Yeah, funnily enough, I'm an investment banker, but property investment banking. Um, so I spent a lot of time in Sydney, China, United States, but Perth's home. So been uh, working on um, basically property development, corporate finance, those sorts of areas, sitting on a number of boards, and I had a passion for technology, so that sort of drove me down the technology path. And you had a five-year involvement with Silver Chain. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, actually, funnily enough, I'm chairman of Bethany Group currently, mm-hmm. but I uh, was on the board of Silver Chain for, I think, almost six years. I just And that was probably more from a property perspective, their property portfolios and assisting there, but the whole aged care area just fascinates me and it's such a, a worthy and an honourable area to be doing work in. So. so how do you interface with aged care? You advise them on what properties to buy or selling properties? How does it work? No, so in my role as chairman of Bethany, we have a very significant portfolio of aged care facilities and residential aged care facilities. So my advice is more at the board level around strategy for growing the business. We've got a very, very capable property development and management team. My input's more about how do we grow the business and how do we serve more customers. And you've also been on the WA Football Commission now. That's, <laughs> gee, you're a man of many talents. I know, it's scary, isn't it? <laughs> I and I, Look, again, that was a passion for football and everything from junior football right through and amateur ranks. So I was elected to the board for a six-year term to really assist. And again, I was assisting with things like creating new ovals and tenure over waffle ovals and all those sorts of things. So oh. yeah, a bit of a... a 
All trades. So I've got to ask you this, who do you barrack for? <laughs> a team that's not in the top eight, so I've described both <laughs> West Australian sides. Club, yes. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a Dockers man, uh-huh. um, but um, do absolutely have a soft spot for the Eagles. I'm a West Australian man, I guess mm, you'd call it. Mm. Yeah, indeed. Mm, as opposed to this Hawthorne supporter. Right, right, here. right on, far away. <laughs> <laughs> now, it started in Western Australia. Yes. But like all great things started in Western Australia, they get over the rabbit proof fence. Where has it been most successful now? Look, it's it's fascinating. Right around Australia. Yeah, so we're all through Australia. We're yep. into New Zealand and, say, piloting in the US. Wow. Um, last month was the first, so strongest here originally. Last month was the first month we're actually, the highest uploading state was New South Wales. Mm. Um, and well, that, yeah. that's in full into lockdown. lockdown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you can, you can draw an analogy yeah. there. Crazy things like Northern Territory has been unbelievably strong. We've had up to wow. 30%. They're quite option in Darwin. Yeah. yeah. More so than what people realise. So who would be your competitors? Has anybody got any other sort of platform that, that would be an alternative? Because Look, there's varying things. There's no one quite doing what we're doing, but there's mm. others who are trying to assist agents in the field of you know seamless transactions. So there's groups that do contract management, which is more the the contracts going backwards and forwards, and there's groups that do online live streaming of auctions, which yeah. very much like through Zoom different. and so on. Yep, yep. There, there's a, a number of groups who do that. What we're doing is a little bit unique in that we basically created a sales process, which was a hybrid between yeah. private treaty and and the auction process. And so the big news recently, of course, was listing on the ASX. Yeah, look, that's been an amazing, exciting process. We did our first capital raise back in, gosh, December 2016. We raised just over a million dollars to build out the platform and start testing it in the market, getting proof of process. So it was a leap of faith. And How many investors did you have then? That was probably a dozen. You know, very, very loyal and have supported us all mm. the way through. So it's such a, a great privilege to give them a liquidity event. by, yep. And they, yes. they made many mm. times their investment. That's fantastic. Back, which has been mm. great. We did a couple of capital raisings on the way through and now we're listed and anybody can buy into the business. So what's the plan from here? The plans are big. World domination, yeah. basically. World domination. As, you, <laughs> as you tend to. <laughs> Until start. real estate starts to become a thing on the moon and Mars. <laughs> That's and then right. you go there. Then, then, we're, then we're into global. Um, <laughs> Intergalactic. It's all about scale for us now. So we've proven a process that people enjoy and it works well. Now it's about scale. And the reason, well, scale for two reasons. Obviously generating revenue and we've got a very solid business model there. But what's fascinating about the platform is the depth of market data that it's actually capturing. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that, if you think of it logically, you've got people signing fully legally binding contracts. So they are about as rich a source of data that you can get. In real time? In real time. In real time and you're capturing every bid, every bidder, the amount of times mm. they bid, the bidding increments they used, at what point did they drop out of the process, what was the standard deviation from the, the successful bid to first, second and third. So there's some really quite profound data there. If you think of, it creates a potential to create lead indicators into the markets because you've, you've got that market support there. So We've got having a lot of exciting discussions with you know the likes of banks and and data providers. See, once you've got that scale, once we've got the yeah, scale. then you've got the sample set to be able to say, hey, look, Sydney market's moving more than Melbourne, vice versa, Perth's moving, whatever. That's yep. it, Rob. That's yeah. exactly right. So scale is where we're going with it, and obviously the international opportunities, as evidenced by the the US pilot. Mm. Peter, you mentioned that. It started off with two real estate agents. I know the people concerned, and yeah, you wouldn't get two better ones. That's exactly um, right. 
the how do you go if you were approached by the private person and says, "Look, you know, I don't want to go through a real estate agent. I want to." I, oh, want I wouldn't you, say that, Rod. I want you to. That'd be um, stupid to say that. I, I, I <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to pay the commission, and I and I, I want to. Well, they might say I that. want you to use the facility of you know open negotiation. How does all that work, or doesn't that happen? Or as I said, I'm probably a bit of a strange question. No, it's but, it's a completely valid because ha- it happens all the time. Okay, Rod. people yep. say love the process. Yes. How do we cut out the agent? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We cut out of that, so we don't pay anything, but we have all the benefits. That's, that's exactly right. Now, now it, this it's a really important question yeah. because we made a very conscious decision at the beginning. It's kind of helpful when your two partners are real estate agents yes. as yes. well. That's right. But they might we, have outvoted you. We made a really conscious decision not to cut out the agent at all and not to touch their fees. Now, the reason we did that was they're the absolute natural conduit to market. Mm-hmm. They sell 99% of the real estate. They do it well. They understand the process. To us, to give this to a homeowner, they'd ruin it because they'd muck it up. Yeah. They're, they're just, they're, the skill they're, involved in, in making it happen. I mean, it's a great tool. It's a tool. It's exactly. a fantastic tool, but it's how you use it, isn't it? And you need Correct. that skill to be able to get the end result. And mm-hmm. only an agent can do that, so it would be foolish to put it in the hands of an owner. No, no, that's fine. So I guess that's no. Well, <laughs> well yeah, okay. No, but it's just something I wanted to ask because, okay. yeah, no, well done. That's now, good. Now, I've got to ask you this question. Open negotiation is spelt, unless it's a typo here, O-P-E-N-N. How did you come up with that? Fascinating one, and it might surprise you, Harvey. You're not the first person to ask that question. <laughs> Typewriter got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> because we would have loved to call it open negotiation, but you can't trademark that. So mm, the, sec- why not? the second, because it's a term that is used in a general vernacular, right, okay. ah, yes. um, which you're not allowed to do. However, the second end, standing for negotiation, is the reason why we ended up with two yeah, ends. Okay. Interesting, look, what we're doing now is it's more open negotiation is a sales process, but we're really just referring to the platform now as open. And the reason we're doing that is we've just recently released open offers. Now, open offers is private treaty. So what it does is it's seamless management of multiple offers at the same time, but without the transparency piece, although it does rank the offers to make it easy for the agent and the seller to sit there and come up with the, mm-hmm. the one they want. But they don't have to choose the highest one. They may choose a lower one with better terms. So we're really developing out the platform so that an agent can use all forms of sale that they wish. You know, open tenders is on the way, so they can actually run a tender. So if you think of the platform as a single platform where you can run multiple ways of sales processes, that's where we're going with it. Just one other thing quickly, is it being used in commercial real estate at all or mainly just residential? Look, it's a great question. The, mm-hmm. the reality is, yes, it is, but it's not currently built for it. Mm-hmm. We've, we've put more, we've adapted the platform more to allow for things, but it doesn't do yields or rates per square metre or those sorts mm-hmm. of things, but that's coming as well. So open commercial, we've got people uploading commercial properties and selling them successfully as a residential platform. <laughs> so now we're adapting the platform, which is, yeah. again is part of the listing and use of funds to add functionality to the platform. Great success story, Peter. Thanks for joining us on Talking Property. We'll have you on board again in one of our future editions if you'll agree to join us. Can't wait, Harvey. Really enjoyed it. Thank you.
fascinated by what I heard, and I'm sure that our listeners and uh, you boys would agree. Peter Gibbons, a man of many talents, and, Mm -hmm. you know, timing's everything in the property industry, isn't it? And he would not Mm -hmm. have had the faintest idea in 2016 when he started uh, all of this open negotiation that come 2020 strike 21 in the grip of COVID, which, of course, there's not much good comes out of COVID, but in the case of open negotiation and Peter's introduction of that, well, of course, it's uh, proliferated. Certainly has. And and look, it was highly successful before COVID came. And yeah. of course, COVID has just been the right environment for this uh, operating platform mm. to work from. I mean, online auctions, when you're in lockdown, makes a, a lot of sense. Mm. And, and it is a very robust and successful platform. Mm. As a on-site auctioneer, should we be shaking in our boots? No, um, I still think there's room for the on-site auctions. But what yeah. I will say is Peter's, what has he been? Investment, investment banking and football commission. But I think the biggest goal he's going to kick is probably with this. <laughs> so I think it's going to be excellent. Mm. I really do. And no, they've uh, done very smart well. man. That's a yeah. great tool for, for selling property. But we must also say that he wouldn't have been able to do it unless he had those two smart real estate agents advising him along the way. That's what it, where it's yeah. all come from. It's all yeah. teamwork, isn't That's it, for it. sure. Thanks for listening to this edition of Talking Property, and we hope you'll join us next time on Talking Property. Thank you very much for listening to the Talking Property Podcast. We trust that you have enjoyed the program. We are delighted to announce that Talking Property has become more and more popular as listeners discover us. Talking Property can now be heard on about 15 podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Australia's iHeartRadio and Podbean. To keep all of our episodes together, download the Podbean app. Once downloaded, follow Talking Property and each new episode will be delivered to your device automatically. Talking Property is proudly sponsored by Rewa.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast of Talking Property with Harvey Deegan, Rob Jewett and Rod Ryan.